Welcome to the Speaking Words of Life for Educators podcast, where we shine a bright light on your incredible call of carrying the kingdom of God into your classroom, school, and community. It's here that you'll be transformed by the truth of your identity and activated to live the full life Jesus paid for. I'm your host, Jessica Glover, and I warmly welcome you to get ready to be encouraged, strengthened, and activated today in your position in the world of education. I am so glad you're here. Today, I'd like to introduce you to a special guest today. His name is Professor Mark, and he has a wealth of experience in the world of education. And I would like to introduce you to him because he has some really neat things to share with you as we're pursuing our identity as kingdom educators. So welcome, Mark. I'm glad to have you today. Thank you, Jessica. It's great to be back with you. Professor Mark, you've been connected to the world of academia and education for over 11 years now, mainly through college and AP STEM teaching in private Christian schools. That's right. But early on, you also stepped into kingdom entrepreneurship by starting your own in-home and online company called Fast Track Prep Academy. But even more recently, you've designed your own innovative and accelerated seven-day challenge programs. Can you speak to the ways that God has given you strategies for bringing kingdom principles into your journey as an educator? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Jessica. Yeah. um, Overall, one of the things I've picked up from some different kingdom entrepreneurship master groups or whatever is trying to create a culture of champions. And we've done that uh, in our classes. We've tried to apply biblical character qualities to both the preparation and the performance phases of test prep. And we definitely like to celebrate each other's victories along the way. We want to reduce competition among the group. We want to improve collaboration and celebration of each other. And um, I found that it's critical to engage students in dialogue and to push them to do their own reflection. And of course, uh, with Christian students, I'm praying for my students, praying for the families. And it's really important specific, specifically in the execution phase when students go under the pressure of the actual time test in the room with other students is to make sure that you root out those counterproductive lies that the enemy feeds students. And, you know, it's really poisonous self-talk that they've internalized over time. And we want to root that out and we want to replace it with truth and grace and truth like uh, the Lord Jesus Christ was full of. So that's so good. Do you have a specific strategies or even like a short story you could share with us about a way that you've helped a student work through some lies to replace it with right truth? Right away, one that comes to mind is a female student that I was working with. Her father was really pressuring her uh, a lot. It was an amazing family. And, you know, she was a leader in her school and a great athlete. And, you know, they went on mission trips together, but we're really putting pressure on a certain score you know, as the only yeah. acceptable attainment. And it was really, I could tell it was really in the heat of the moment, that silent witness uh, was really putting a lot of pressure on her. So really the best thing I've seen is to pray with my students. So the first test that she took, she way underperformed what all of her practices were. Right. So it was like she could okay. she could re she could execute all the things we had learned. She had improved a ton. But when she went under the pressure, that was that false. The lies were coming in. I said, you know what, let's just pray. And I said, God is perfectly capable 
of putting you exactly where he needs you to be. You do your best. He's going to do yeah. his best. Let's just pray. And I could just, you could just sense the pressure and the weight lifting off of her and like the joy returning to her face. Yeah. The next thing I know, I'm getting a report that she got into Brown University. And so wow. that was so encouraging for me. And it just shows you it's, it's the kingdom of God that brings life. Yes. That's so good that you got to take time to do that. And then you also do a lot of empowering. Will you talk about that? So somebody recently, another kind of kingdom minded person asked me, well, what's the difference between a tutor and a elite test prep strategist? Um, it's pushing back on the students to take ownership of their own growth with targeted questions, mm. reflection exercises, but for them to be able to discover and do their own detailed analysis, every single question, what did I do specifically mm. wrong on this particular question? A lot of times, you know, ego comes, pride comes. That's in fact, that's what we talk about the three giants that are obstacles to improving test scores. And pride is one of the top three. And so mm -hmm. what happens is I find this, especially with really bright students, I usually work with really high students already, but they want to go to the next level. They'll, they'll yeah. say, oh, that was just a silly mistake. That was just a stupid mistake. You cannot fix silly or stupid. And I'm sure the educators out there know this and they probably experience this with students <laughs> themselves, right? I mean, I'm even given to yeah. that sometimes too, if I don't guard my heart, right? So it's the idea of mm -hmm. no, okay, that's fine, but you can't fix that. So let's go specifically what exactly happened on that question, which is why I always make sure that students send me all of their work so I can specifically see, but then I train them to spot and look for patterns in the type of pitfalls they fall into themselves. And then they have that list. They don't just have oh, here's my grammar tips and here's my math formulas. When they go into a test, they have their, no, these are the things that I tend to do and I'm going to avoid them. I'm going to look at this right before I go into the test. So that seems to really help students a lot. I love that you're identifying the pitfalls at the beginning so that these kids who have been successful in the past can also identify those areas that have kept them down that they can easily remove. But it's a lot of mindset things. It sounds yes, like beliefs about the way they learn and moving. Growth mindset and this way they own it and they they will take it with them. This is not just short-sighted for one hurdle. They're going to take that into college. They're going to take that into to get into graduate school, those type of programs or whatever, those high stakes yeah. tests, they're going to take those skills with them. That's so true. So you're setting them up for success for the future too, not just getting them into college or helping them pass these exams, right. but it's helping them to recognize self and how can I move forward in a better pattern yes, way. Absolutely. That's awesome. Now you had mentioned a two-pronged approach about removing the hurdle and barriers that kind of ties into the idea that there's really two phases of test prep there's the preparation phase then there's the actual mm -hmm. performance or execution phase and so mm -hmm. different sets of character qualities um, biblical character qualities that are more relevant to say the preparation phase versus the execution or performance phase and so that's what i'm that's what i'm referring to when i talk about two-pronged approach and mm -hmm. also the other other piece of two-prong approach is knowledge versus process, which I call no versus pro. That's another difference between myself and, you know, a typical, say, excellent generic class on review for either SAT or ACT subjects. You know, they spend a lot of time on content review, key content review, and that's important. So I, I put that in the knowledge category. But most students come to me, they've either done self-study and or generic prep classes, and they've improved some, and then they've plateaued, and now they want to get to the next level. And so it's the process okay. side 
So I do a little bit of knowledge discerning what specific knowledge areas there are gaps on, but that that goes away very quickly. And the most of the time I spend with students is on the process side and the detailed analysis. So that's two-pronged approach. That definitely sets you apart than just focusing on the knowledge or how can we study better? When I started 11 years ago, I was more on the knowledge side, to be honest. You know, I was, I didn't know what I didn't yeah. know, but then the more I, I worked with students and saw them hit ceilings, so to speak, score ceilings, then I refocused my efforts on the process side and that's where I get the better results. I love that. You're taking the action research of the things that you're noticing and their kids' beliefs and moving into, okay, how can I help them attain a higher place if I'm also paying attention to these other things besides knowledge? That's so good. Now, last time we spoke, Mark, you were sharing it that you're in a season of seeking God and wanting to hear more clearly and in the middle of waiting on him, he has yes. blown your mind. He put something right in place, right in front of you. You're talking to the right person at the right time. So do you want to share with us briefly the highlights of your God story and how he's moved you to where you find yourself today, serving in a new sector of education, homeschool families? It's my joy uh, to talk about how the Lord works. I guess the short version is that God opened a door that matched a desire in my heart. Like most of us are probably familiar with Psalm 37, right? Grants us his desires of our heart. My goal yes. uh, toward the end of 2021 was to spend intentional, uninterrupted time of quiet, prayerful reflection. So that was my goal at the end of 2021. Uh, I remembered I was down in Orlando. I remember I had an amazing Christian brother that I'd only really met one time, but had been really encouraged by from time to time. And so I, I met with him for a meal and he's, he's such a servant that I was like, okay, check your heart. Like, focus on how you can bless him, what's going on, you know, hearing his updates, you know, be quick to listen, slow to speak. Like James tells us, he has the favor of God on his life. Very mm -hmm. end, I just decided to briefly share, he asked me about me and I just said, I have this heartache over the really horrible challenges that Christian, especially young men and women are facing, but especially young men and yeah. related, especially related to identity confusion. And it was just Within one week, I heard these two horrific stories and I was just grieved. It felt like a sledgehammer was in my gut. And so I just kind of shared that, hey, I would like to work with these kids and especially homeschool kids and be on a longer journey with the families because chess prep can be very transactional. You know, just get me my score. See you later. And so I share those yeah. two things. And then, and Mark, you have such a big heart for relationships. So that's <laughs> really you. rough for you. I know it is, it is hard, you know, yeah. and so thank you for yeah. that. I appreciate that affirmation. Yeah. Anyway, you know, obviously with what we've seen in recent years, like it's, I think it's even more imperative than ever that Christian families, if they can all find a way to do it, if either in a really high quality Christian school or homeschool them, at least in their early, especially in their earlier years, before you unleash mm -hmm. them on uh, what we're seeing in the education system in public schools. So all that to say, I was amazed when all of a sudden this, this guy I was having dinner with said, I'm connected with one of the pioneers of the homeschool movement. He's done a lot for homeschool families over the decades, and he works with the best and the brightest. And anyway, we got connected and that launched me into this. For me, it was like a take your sandals off you know, you're on holy ground season where I was learning from being mentored and counseled by this amazing fam, really a couple, um, about learning yeah. a lot about the specific needs and challenges of Christian homeschoolers. And so that's launched me into a really cool season where now I'm, I'm wanting to more intentionally integrate scripture and prayer 
into my test prep classes and aim them at homeschool and re, you know, kind of rethink through pricing strategies that it would really work well for homeschool families. So that's, yeah, that's something that that's just came. Awesome. And again, it was because I went to seek the Lord, shut everything else I was down doing down. And this gift came because I was sharing the desire of my heart and my heart breaking over where, where, where we're at. That's he so sees good. us. He sees us. Yeah. Yeah. I love that perfect timing and the whole, like how sometimes God just wows us. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're not expecting something and it comes out of left field and it, it's a breakthrough coming in a different way. Like you're, you're seeking to hear and wow. And if I can, yeah, if I can be <laughs> honest, if I can be honest and transparent, it was kind of yeah. in a season where I was thinking about other people that I knew that I'm close to that had really amazing fall from the sky, like James 117, every perfect gift comes from the father of lights. And I was a little jealous, to be honest. I was like, well, you know, when's my turn, God, you know, like. And, Mm -hmm. and so it was like, okay, okay. You know, I see you. I see you. I can do it for you too. But he was waiting. He was waiting for me to come and seek him. You know, he says he's a diligent rewards those who diligently seek him. So sometimes we don't, we're not intentional as we should be. And thanks for asking. Yeah. I actually was writing a newsletter a couple of days ago. And I was just thinking about that verse about the Lord's eyes look to and fro throughout the earth, looking for those who diligently seek him. Yeah. He's looking for our eyes to be on yes. him. I feel like even in this summer season, as my kids are home for break and it feels harder to mm. have space to find yeah. him, but it's, it's okay in the moments, even speaking to homeschool parents probably right now, but just right. it's okay in the moments to like, when we give our affections to him, he sees that and he does want to speak back to us. And he does want to surprise us. Like you're saying, Mark, like surprise us with the desires of our heart. Like you shared your desires of your heart and that your heart was breaking and an open door came. <laughs> right. It's like, that's what I'm waiting for. Right. Like, yeah. And I also want to encourage public school teachers listening or private school teachers. And, and you're not overseeing a Christian quote unquote curriculum. No. Remember, some of you are called to be gatekeepers in your schools, and we don't want to discourage you in any way from leaving your post if that's where the Lord has called you to be, because I just believe that there's some of you that are called to be watchmen on the wall to guard and protect your students under your care and maybe even be a covering for your building, especially you administrators, but just knowing that there are seasons that the Lord has called us to be in places and it's not always comfortable, but he calls us to not just be there for ourselves but also for generations to come and to set a precedent of righteousness. And so I just want to encourage you today that as you hear Mark's story, like don't be discouraged where you're at. And if you are called to homeschool or you are homeschooling, we just want to thank you for the way that you're pouring into your own kids day in and day out. And definitely not very many people see that as much as someone who's working in a a larger setting, but what you're doing is you're planting seeds that are going to move forward to these kids' lives that It won't diminish because the Lord says that his word doesn't return void. And so I just want to encourage you today with that. Absolutely. Can I just throw a quick story to affirm that? Yeah. I know several Christian educators that work in public schools. I even have a story of like one teacher that was in an especially oppressive atmosphere, public school, Mm -hmm. high ranked. And um, I was prayer walking. There were moms as well, prayer walking that specific school on a regular basis mm-hmm. and lit the end of the year, like there was a huge breakthrough where God literally like removed some, so let's just say corrupt leadership and alliances and removed the oppression and brought in a believing principle. And it was just like, he's so, he's so That's faithful, so awesome. right? Like stay in there, speak life and then yeah. ask and yeah. partner with other 
other believers like you can't do it alone absolutely not you can do your part but also yeah. look for those partnerships neighborhood and community and prayer partnerships especially that's an encouragement yes. to somebody out there today yes don't forget the prayer walking we're doing it around Good our local schools awesome. every week the group of moms and i'm excited to see breakthrough happen because of what we've been pouring out before the lord's heart because yeah. he hears and it I've seen so it. good so mark what distinguishes the new online classes that you're prayerfully designing and preparing to launch and how could our listeners also leverage these offerings or apply these principles in their own homeschool classrooms? Oh, yeah i appreciate that question I don't like to reinvent the wheel. You know, like there's so many really good online schools that serve homeschool families that are, are very yeah. uh, intentional about biblical integration, you know, Seven Star, uh, Master Books Academy. There's plenty of others out there. I have seen both in public school and in general that there's so much pressure to force more students into AP classes, especially in the STEM okay. side that aren't prepared for it. And then they end yeah. up in like week three to four or after the first exam, oh my gosh, worst grade I've ever got in my life, panic, crisis mode. So I've designed kind of a summer jet tour of AP chemistry, AP okay. physics classes with throwing in some elements of creation apologetics as well for believers. You know, it's just really four classes. These are going to be in kind of late July into early August, but it's kind of like a nice on-ramp. It's really hard. There's so much content, and I, I kind of confirm this and affirm this through some other believers that are really serious about bringing wonder and worship into the science classroom. It's really hard to get all the wow. content and have kids understand conceptually things, as well as the visual representations, as well as the mathematical computational pieces of specifically those classes. And so a summer jet tour where you're getting, you're seeing all the high level things ahead of time and how they connect at some level okay. is a really good on-ramp. And I've seen a lot of success in that. So that's one thing I'm offering. And the other is a lot of people don't really know about the CLT, which is an alternative to the ACT and SAT for students that want to go into uh, either a Christian school or Catholic school. There's, in fact, there's over 200 schools across the country that accept the CLT as a, a standardized test, entrance test, but it's based on 50 great authors and works, you know, the classics. And so you're reading things that don't have an agenda, that, you know, don't have any political agenda okay. or any anything so else. Good. And so it's rich and it's about virtue, truth and beauty and goodness, but it's a standardized test wow. and you can take it in your home and it's only two hours. Okay. It's proctored in the home. It's an excellent test. And so we're doing seven day challenge classes. I'm just almost finished designing them and they have point improvement promises for the CLT. So those are some new things. And as far as like um, starting an online, like say STEM school that is really rigorous, you know, who are we looking to uh, recruit? We're looking to recruit students and families that already possess brave hearts, brilliant minds and bright futures as witnesses for Christ. And so kind of like the standard would be Daniels and Esther's that are more excellent than the world. And they're because they're walking in God's ways and want to bring application of grace and truth into the seven mountains. And the world systems are broken, we know, because it's, we live in a fallen world. And so we really want to raise up some, some world changers, working toward having specific offerings, um, whether it's AP um, STEM classes or, you know, AP European history and those type of classes. Um, so we're working on, we're working on developing those. And those are some of the new things that have come along and distinguish what we're trying to do. 
That's super exciting. Yeah, I've never heard of the CLT thing. Did that come out no, this actually, year? No, it's, it's that actually been, been around since, I think, 2016 or 17. But oh, it's, really? it really exploded wow. through the pandemic when every test, okay. almost every test center in America for ACT and SCT was shut down. It was the only game. It was the only okay. game in town. So I think it grew like eleven hundred percent in two years. Wow! So I think, I think they're up to, if I have it correct, I think fifty thousand students took the CLT in twenty twenty one, and it's it's only increasing. So okay, and that was for students that want to go to Catholic schools. Well, no, it, or... it's over two hundred Christian schools, private Christian schools, and some Catholic schools accept the CLT as an alternative. Okay. Well, that's exciting. I'm excited about these courses that you have coming out. They sound incredible for helping supplement these world changers that we want to loose on the world in terms of equipping them and preparing them for the next. That's so great. So Mark, what encouragement do you have to give teachers in this hour who are facing a sense of overwhelm, maybe hopelessness and uncertainty about their calling? I've been there. (laughs) I've been with you. A few yeah. things, you know, remember you're in, you are in a spiritual battle, ask the Lord to give you his eyes and his insights to help you see specific things about the invisible battles behind the scenes that you're facing in the natural, right? It's like, especially with difficult people yeah. or difficult students or ask him to give you his eyes of what the roots are of those things. And I often, when you do that, like, I think Charles Finney said, it's, it's really hard to be angry at somebody you hear pouring their heart out before the Lord. And so, you know, you don't always have the opportunity to do that, but if you hear from the Lord and his Holy spirit, spirit of Jesus, you get some insights, you can have compassion on them and you can pray more strategically. So, you know, ask him for his heart of compassion and his strategies, right? I wish I would have done that more actually, uh, just to be honest, when I was in the school classroom, but I'm, I'm trying to do it more consistently. So I would encourage them with that. Again, as I said, connect with a local believing moms group or who prayer walk the neighborhoods, especially around the schools, you know, the whole Jericho thing, right. You know, circle that school, um, pray script, pray the scriptures, right. Pray God's promises. And then, you know, your, of course yourself be actually, don't just rely on other people to pray for you. I know there's sometimes like pray for me, pray for me. Yeah. But are you praying, you know, be involved in a really healthy Mm -hmm. community uh, who are spiritually hungry and they're supportive and that you can be actually honest, speak when you're, you're challenged and you're frustrated and be able to share those things when you're overwhelmed and get it sometimes just to get it out. Right. People hear you, God speaks through other people. So that's super important. Even if it's just once every other week, like I know sometimes under the pressures of school year, sometimes you don't have time every week, but at least every other week, try to get that good, healthy fellowship. And then I guess finally, just remember he, he is faithful, even when we're not, even in seasons of exhaustion, discouragement, you know, I hope the story of what I shared, even in my jealousy, God's blessing other people. I haven't seen a breakthrough in a while. You know, he knows he sees you and help is on the way, especially if you're connected. Well, Mark, thank you so much for your time today and sharing your God story and just encouraging us that as we stay faithful, that God's going to help us navigate the course that he has us on, that he'll place us in the right place at the right time. Just like Esther, as we close, I would love for you though, to share with us how our listeners can get a hold of you. If they're interested in teaching at your school or they have high schoolers who are interested in enrolling in a test prep. Yeah, sure. You could call me at my, my number. GoFastTrackAcademy.com is where all the summer classes are listed. 
the ACT and SAT seven-day challenge classes. And then the, the school, online school that's being developed, if you're looking for the CLT classes, that would be at the for such a time as this .com. The Jet Tour classes will be there as well with the creation integration. And so thanks for asking. Well, Mark, thank you for your time today. And thanks for coming in to share your God story. And we're just grateful to hear all the cool things that are happening. We'll have to have you on again as things continue to progress for you in these next thanks steps. Thanks so much, Jessica. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Please be sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends in education so they too can be strengthened and encouraged in living their kingdom identity out loud in this pivotal hour. And please subscribe to be the first to hear about my newest resources in person and online events and receive my inspiring bi-monthly newsletter by subscribing to speakingwordsoflife.com forward slash declarations. And be sure to find me on the socials at Speaking Words of Life number four educators. Speaking Words of Life for educators. Until next time, don't forget you're a world changer and what you do every day is changing lives. 